What's good, party people? Today I want to talk about seeking your own form of righteousness. Now, basically, when you look at our own form of righteousness, we see things as what we do is the right thing to do. Like, if I do something, everybody else should be doing it. When that's not really the case. For example, we'll always have to suppress the truth when we seek this type of righteousness. Like, if I was a bank robber, right? And I don't want to seem bad because I was robbing people for their hard-earned money. What I would do, instead of comparing myself to somebody that didn't commit such atrocities, what I would do is compare myself to somebody that I think was worse. For example, a murderer. Like, murder in society's eyes, or even in this culture, we see as uh, the highest form of criminal acts. Like, you can't do anything because you can't bring the person back. At least if I steal from you, I can give something back. So at least I'm not as bad as that guy. And so instead of me looking at myself like in the classroom, if I'm making D's, at least I'm not the F student. But I never want to compare myself to the A student because the A student is a lot higher than me. So to make myself look good, I compare myself to somebody that's a lot worse. So this form of righteousness, quote unquote, is not really righteousness. All it is is trying to use a reason not to repent or not to change our ways or continue to do what we do in the in the eyes of ourselves so basically what we have to do is find out what god sees as righteousness because at the end of the day he's the one that decides what's good and what's bad a lot of times people don't want to get to know god because once they know the truth for them to continue to live in the way they live they have to suppress the truth to continue in that man so if we want to be righteous we have to live the way that god asked us to live now, what does that mean? Is we do our best. Are we going to be perfect? No. Are we going to be better than other people? That's not what God called us to try to strive for. What we should call success in our righteousness is we do everything in the best of our abilities to God's standards. Now, we'll never be able to fit those standards without him. So that's why we have the Holy Spirit to bring us closer to him and not try to make some kind of crazy religion that tells us okay if i do this and have a certain formula if i do that i'll be fine with god and my life would be great and i'll be a role model and everybody will be throwing money and all the things that this culture uh claims to be quote-unquote success at me because everything that we do we have to sacrifice something so if i want to live a life of righteousness according to god then i have to sacrifice living an unrighteous life there's no way we can do both at the same time because basically we'll be spewing hypocrisy out of our mouth like having a uh, clean water coming out of a dirty faucet so we have to strive to find this life of righteousness through the word of god because it's plain to us as the romans one says that god has shown himself you think about how things work like it couldn't have came from just some type of evolution that was accidental from a big bang this happened to be made by a creator not just something that just happened because it's too many things if you think about the natural things of life of how the ecosystem works and like you know evaporation goes and even our own physical bodies like it's set up for us at that to, to acknowledge a creator because there's no way in the world you'll have uh, systems that go on inside of your body by itself from two things banging into each other because i've seen two car crash matter of fact i've gotten plenty of car accidents and i have never seen life be created after two things bang together so it's just like you have to really think about if you're created that means you have a purpose
and you have a function. That means the matter that you are made up of matters. And so if you have a purpose, then that means you have to acknowledge where the purpose came from. Because the purpose didn't come from you. You didn't even purpose yourself to be here. Think about it for a second. Your your mom, your dad, they got together, had one, you know, you know, heated Saturday night. Nine months later, you came out. So you didn't even purpose your purpose. They even gave you more purpose than you gave to yourself. And so somebody gave them their purpose. So somewhere along the line, you have to acknowledge that somebody gave the first person a purpose. So you can't take your own righteousness and make it, oh, this is what makes it right. That's like one of my kids coming in my house saying that I want the dishes to be in the living room. And I want you to wash, you know, the couches in the kitchen. That doesn't make any sense. And you're not going to come in my house that I own and tell me what to do. It's the same thing we're doing with God. We basically don't want to spend time with him. Don't want to do anything through him. But we want to accept all the responsibility of having our own free destiny. But we don't really control anything. Because even while I'm having this conversation right now or recording it, a plane could crash on top of my house while I'm standing inside of it. So that's the end of what I... But I might have had plans the rest of this day. I may have wanted to go places. I may have wanted to do so many things. But something else destined my purpose. And that had to be God. And so there's nothing else to really... uh, put this onto except for the fact that we need to find out what God's purpose is in our life because that's why so many people we do everything that we think is right and we still end up wandering and wondering where we're supposed to be at our righteousness through a purpose makes us have uh, you know a deep seated uh, contentment in in our lives and making sure that we believe in the fact that what we're doing matters past just our lifetime everybody wants to make a legacy everybody wants to leave something behind nobody wants to be known as a bad guy but everybody in their own story thinks they're the hero like you know what i'm saying if the best movies like when we saw black panther right when it came out the reason why killmonger was one of the best bad guys in marvel movies or even with thanos the reason why they're the best bad guys because they don't see themselves as bad guys. They see themselves as doing something what righteous. That even if you take half of the population, yet yeah, the other half gets to live. But hey, man, but what if I wanted to be on the half that lived? I don't want to be turned into dust, telling Mr. Stark, you know what I'm saying, I don't feel too good. Like, nobody wants to be Spider-Man. Everybody wants to be the people that survive. But you can't have everybody want to survive and still expect half to leave. Like, that's an unwilling sacrifice. But that's another topic in itself. Anyway, we have to understand that we everybody thinks they're they're righteous in their own eyes. Just like, you know what I'm saying? I could be a little kid playing in my backyard and pretending I'm a great football player. But if I don't put in the work and I don't or even if I do put in the work and I don't get on the, the team and follow their the coach and follow the owners and follow the, you know, what I'm saying the things that are set for this team, then I can't play football professionally. So it's just things you have to understand. If you want to live a righteous life and you do want to go to heaven and you do want to have, you know what I'm saying, uh, a peace that passes all understandings, you have to give into the idea that your righteousness is not the righteousness of people. I want to thank you for listening today. I really appreciate getting the opportunity to talk about these things. This is the Sons of Thunder podcast.